0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Chats with Sweetie, the podcast where my wife and I, who we call each other Sweetie, just sweetie sweets. just have chats about our relationship. This is basically where I come and do my therapy.
1: Because we don't talk enough or spend enough time with each other.
0: So we need to do... We started we, a podcast. So we figured, you know what? Let's put people through what we have to struggle with, which is listening each to each other. <laughs> so let's do this. Sweetie, I have a question for you. Uh, actually, you, you were laughing at me before the podcast started.
1: I laugh at you all day, every day.
0: That's right. So last night we were watching an episode of 30 Rock. I'm sorry for those of you who haven't seen that show. Great show with Tina Fates, a fucking classic. The greatest Incredible. show on
1: earth. So truly sorry if you have not seen it.
0: And uh, there's a character named Dennis who's a toxic boyfriend.
1: Dennis Duffy.
0: Dennis Duffy. He's one of the greatest characters of all time ever made. And I've always been like, what a fucking loser. And the night before I was watching an episode of 30 Rock when Liz start, like introduces Dennis to her boss, to Jack.
1: Who's Alec Baldwin.
0: And... And I was watching it, and they said a couple things that I was like, fuck, I need to show this to Belen because I feel like I somehow transformed into Dennis Duffy. It hit home. And what happened, sweetie? What was the... Well,
1: we were watching it last night, and we've seen the episode a thousand times. It's like, it's our comfort show. And so he's showing me the episode, and and he's like, you need to watch this episode. I'm like, I know every line. Like, what do you mean? So we're like, the episodes are 22-minute long, and we're like... 15 minutes in like 13 minutes in and i'm like what is the point of this he's like just keep watching and then alec baldwin who's jack donahue was like you have to break up with him and he was like and why is that she goes because he's an adult that wears looney tune shirts
0: and i was wearing a looney tune shirt last (laughs) night
1: and cuts his own hair and
0: i do cut my own hair So uh, apparently I got there really fast.
1: And then he was also, she she went to break up with them and he was like being all mopey dopey on the couch. And she was like, what's wrong? And he's like, what team? The
0: Islanders. So their New York team, the hockey team that he follows, lost.
1: He goes, the Islanders lost. And she goes didn't they, aren't they not that good? And he goes, I knew you wouldn't understand.
0: And that's what I go through all the time with my- And I go,
1: that's the Giants.
0: That's what I go through with my New York Giants. We're the biggest fucking piece of shit team that's ever fucking lived. Incredible.
1: You've turned into Dennis Duffy.
0: I am Dennis Duffy. God damn it. He's the beeper king. The other one is, by the way, uh, I'm going to completely change the subject a little bit and change gears uh, here. We're we're back at Baking Baked. We are. It feels really good. It feels really nice. It's really nice. And- uh, I'm excited, and yesterday we were cooking some Mexican rice. Your signature dish. It's not only my signature dish, it's the greatest Mexican rice in the world. And the
1: only dish you know how to make.
0: I don't see why that's relevant to people, that's not true. I know how to do more things, like refried beans out of the can. And cereal. I, I also know how to make rice with corn. I also know carrots. how to make rice with carrots. I also know how to make rice with peas. Mm-hmm. I know how to make rice with corn and peas. I, <laughs> wow. It's, there's a lot of variety. I don't care what anyone says. Serge is just very jealous of my cooking ability. His abilities. mind is blown. And you storied me afterwards because we made some tacos. You storied me making tacos and tortillas.
1: You were flipping your tortillas with
0: tongs. With, with the tongs. I was flipping the tortilla with the tongs because, you know, I've burned my, my hand before. And everybody roasted me online. I
1: literally, I I must have gotten over 40 DMs about it. I was laughing this morning while I was outside drinking my coffee and screenshotting them and sending them to. They were all telling, saying that you are not a real Mexican.
0: It's unfortunate, but in a way I agree with them. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel a little insulted. Well, You should. So I, I don't know. This is a conflict of interest in my own mind. So I guess I'll figure it out. Sweetie, let's get started with the podcast. I have a question for you. Hit me. Is your, is your life really what young Belen expected? That's a question that some of the followers here uh, on Chats with Sweetie on Instagram uh, sent us. So they were asking, Belen, is your life what young Belen expected? Being married yes, to a
1: guy yeah. who wears a Looney Tunes shirt who cuts his own hair? Yeah? No. No? No.
0: So what would you tell young Belen? What was young Belen expecting? Huh. Huh? Um, let's see. Let's hear it. I
1: don't know. Um, I don't
0: It's a loaded question. Yeah, well, you better bring a loaded answer. Don't ask me the
1: question again. Did I think?
0: Did your life? Oh, is your life what young Belen expected? Yes, no. How so? Um, remember Belen when she was 15?
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought I was going to live in New York and, like, live in the fast lane, you know? I thought I was going to be sex in the city.
0: So just so an no. old whore drinking martinis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: That's what that show's all about. It's like your grandma is drinking martinis and having sex with everybody. That's what you wanted to do.
1: Here's the thing. I think when, like, you're young, there's—you don't— I did not know what the hell I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, I just figured out, like, three years ago what I really wanted, ca- at least career-wise. Yeah. Um, so, I I, I guess I... Kn- There's a lot of echo, or is it just me?
0: There's a lot of echo. Okay. It is what it is. Sorry, The closer guys. you get to the mic, the um, it fixes the problem.
1: So, for me, when I was, like, young, and, like, we're saying, like, 15, 16, I never ever was like, I want to be married. I want to have kids. I want to have the white picket fence. So I always just wanted a life that was going to be like full and adventurous and travel and like, you know, have a home and, and really just have like a, a, mar- a good partner in like marriage. I knew that. So in a sense, yes. But on the other end, I didn't really have like, un- like, I didn't have expectations if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. It's weird to me when people say that they do.
1: Yeah, like I never, I didn't, I wasn't like, I have to be married by 25. I have to have this by 30. Like, I I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of all those things I want
0: at this age. That's right, sweetie. So, I I, I mean, how would you answer that question? The way I would answer that question is I've no idea what I'm doing with my life and what I want out of it. How about that? But I think that's a fun way of living. (laughs) I remember when I was a kid at some point, Everybody was asking me, and I think this is a big problem that a lot of young people are going to face and are facing right now, which is you're becoming 16, 17, 18, and people start to ask you, what are you going to do? What are you going to study? Where are you going to college? Where are you going to college? And that's a very loaded question. I know that people have to figure it out, but at the same time, not really. All of my life, I've lived like this. (laughs) This is going on. Cool. I'm in. This is going on. I want none of that. And I just go with whatever seems fine at the time. I don't put any expectations uh, on me. I never thought I was going to be married, but I also never thought I was not going to be married. Yeah. I, I never I, I never pre-planned anything because the way, to, the way to fail at anything is make a plan for it. And
1: have expectations.
0: You make a plan, have expectations. If you want to be a billionaire by 30 and then you don't hit it, you're a fucking loser. Even if you have half, half a billion dollars, right? You didn't hit your mark. Now you're like, God damn, I didn't do it. And then you start like becoming obsessed about these things. And by the way, nothing in this life, as much as you think you have control over your destiny and whatnot, no one does. No one, no one, no one. It's literally impossible to control your own destiny. You can try and work towards as many things that you want, but the reality is a different one. You know, you never know how anything is going to come out. And just setting those expectations are really going to put you in a black hole of negative thoughts, negative uh, uh, image, negative thinking, because you're not getting to the places you want to be at. And that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't even make business plans. I hate business you plans. You don't even make plans. I don't even make plans. It's true. It's true. I hate business plans. I hate writing scripts. I like going with an idea and then running with it. Why? Because every situation is different. Because what if the sun's hitting me in a different way? What if there's a clown behind me and I can't fucking shoot what I want to shoot? You know what I it mean? what could happen. Why are you laughing? <laughs> what, am I the clown? Well. Uh, okay, so there you, you go. You did dress
1: up as one and do your makeup.
0: So. What? Oh, but that's a, uh, I'm, I'm a Ferrari collector though. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Thank you. So I think for everybody that's young, that's listening out there, don't make any plans. Just try things you want. Whatever feels right inside. And if the answer is like, Nothing feels right, I don't know what I should try. Go do things, go do anything. Like go to the park and then do it two weeks in a row and see what comes out of it. Maybe you'll like it, maybe you don't, maybe you'll see people running and get curious about that. Maybe you can start running with those people. It creates a community. You start meeting more people that do that. Maybe you become an expert, maybe you become a trainer, maybe you sell shoes, maybe you realize that, you know, the shoes that everybody's running with are not the right shoes. There's so many possibilities in this life for you to box yourself into an idea.
1: What I was gonna say on that note is. Let's see. Let's I don't see know, what you have to say. I don't say. know if you're gonna agree with You may. Is to get back to like when you said you were 16 and 18 and people are asking you, like, what are you gonna do? I think that's a very American thing, personally. Because, no, it's everywhere
0: in the world, sweetie. So
1: I didn't grow up with that. Like growing up with European parents, my parents you're- never at 16 were like,
0: what are you doing with your life? Her parents are fucking amazing, by the way. It's unreal how good they were at like living life because they lived a good life. Yeah. And they have lived a good life all these years. And I think they, they've been rewarded with great with a great kid. In yeah. You. Because they, when we go to have dinners and whatnot, I have the best time in, in the world. I get super drunk with your dad wow. all the time. It's pretty amazing. Your mom cooks the best food in the world. What's there to worry about, you know? And they lived in that way. They went everywhere. They they're cultured people. They yeah. traveled, like you know, your your mom's from Ireland, even though she's Italian, and your dad's from Spain, straight up. And then they made it to the UK, and then to uh, to uh, uh, America, to America in different different places. So they know after living so long, it doesn't matter what you think. It molds you to know that there's nothing worse that you can do to your kids. Then pre-tell them what they should and yeah. they should not. They never, be.
1: they never did. I remember when I told them I wanted to go to college, they were like offended that I wanted They're to like like why? leave. Yeah, yeah.
0: Why you want to spend so much money on that shit, too? Like, which is crazy.
1: That definitely was not their reaction. It was like, oh, why do you want? Them. Why do you want to leave home? Like they like didn't understand. But I, you know, was living in America and all my friends were going to college. I was like, I'm gonna move out at 18, and now I'm like, why did I do that?
0: Yeah, it's so stupid. I'm like. You get free rent. You get free food. You I'm get like,
1: like their house was amazing, and like Irvine rules.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. So uh, I'd say don't don't create any expectations for your life. Just live. That's the best plan uh, that you have. And the more positive things you do towards your life, whether they're short or long term, which pretty much everything positive that you do is long term. If you eat well, long term it'll pay off.
2: Not yeah, that but day. I
1: think it's all. Like, I think it's okay for people to have like. Um, aspirations and like want Those to are, achieve things, but I agree. I don't think they should put the pressure. But if there are certain things they'd like to achieve, they, that's that's a good pressure to put on
2: yourself. There
0: are many things I want to achieve in the long run, like in the in the long run, right? In the short term, I have like business goals and whatnot that I want to. You you have to set up some goals so you can make them. But just always knowing in the back of your head, everything is out of your control. If there is COVID, you know. To some people, it's going to affect you negatively. But if you really just start becoming reactive, I feel like that's when you can really get the best out of life. Because when COVID started, we got informed and that shook the entire world. And we were like the first ones to go, no, this is going to be the new normal for a long time. Let's focus on anything uh, that's online. People can go anywhere. Let's go. And, and we made a killing out of that. And you focused on rice. You, I, fo- I made the best rice in the world. Now I'm baking, baking, bake now. I mean, you guys see it. But all the positives come from, like, spontaneous, like, great decisions because everything in this world and in your life and in the universe keeps changing every single second. Everything is unpredictable. Like, well, you it's can't just, just like anything. what the
1: secret says, you know?
0: I don't think so. I don't. Anybody that reads the secret, I promise you. I, I, I know, read it. I know that I didn't go to school. I read it. I know that I've. I know a little bit about the secret, but I'll tell you this. Everything she tells me about it is wrong. (sighs) Everything is wrong. You can't think, and this is another thing, you can't want something and manifest it into wanting it. You have to know it's yours. You have to feel it. And the best example I can give you is this. You know how Tata out of nowhere starts doing squirrel things and she's never been with other squirrels? Yeah. Like she's just, she's more of a human than a squirrel. And she still squirrels like pretty much every other squirrel. That bee then, is
1: very relaxed these days.
0: And, <laughs> she is. And in October, squirrel things happen to her and she starts becoming chubby and whatnot. It's inside of her. Squirrel thing. Yeah, it's inside of her. You know what I mean? Like, she is that little thing and has that program that's running. You have the same thing. You, I don't want to get too hippie, but I'll tell you this. Everything in this universe has already happened, Period. It's just the timeline that you're perceiving. If you're really with, well connected to your own self, you know what's next for you. Hmm. That's the difference between the secret. Wanting something, wishing that you had something only creates bitterness and emptiness in your life. Because if you don't get it, then you won't be happy. So I'd recommend stop doing the secret. I'm, and just of all. stop secreting, okay? <laughs> stop secreting all over, all over this conversation. It, <laughs> <laughs> and, just got, start to live I am living I know you are well okay I'm sorry I'm talking to you guys
1: <laughs> I mean you can't, I feel you can't very answer a, to me. I feel very attacked clearly
0: it's not an attack it's just a piece of advice stop wanting stop wishing it's fucking stupid wish it, it it's wanted. only filled with disappointments know in what direction you're gonna go and just know that what you're gonna encounter heading in that direction is gonna be completely random and different from what you thought and enjoy that. Enjoy the surprise. If you knew everything that was coming your way, this would be a really boring life. It would be awesome for the first two weeks. This is going to happen. This, but then there's no surprises. There's, no, there's nothing that excites you anymore. There's nothing that raises your emotions and your spirit anymore. It's just, I know what's going to happen.
1: I'm not saying I want to know what's going to happen.
0: <sighs> All right. Well, right. I'm not. On to the next subject. And uh, uh, another question that people sent is, what are your thoughts on getting old as a couple and fighting age anxiety or (sighs) aging anxiety? What are your thoughts on aging as a couple, which obviously with me is like drinking (laughs) fine wine.
1: We've entered already our 70s, long time ago.
0: So what are your thoughts on it, sweetie? Um, Number one, can I ask you this? What did you think before getting married when you were younger? uh, aging was going to be like, what were you scared? Are you scared of it? What's the deal with that?
1: I think when I was younger, I thought like 30 was so old, like, like, like 40, you're dead. You're over. It's like, you have, there's no reason to go on. Right. And which is so funny because it's like, when I look back, like, now it's like, fuck, my parents had it really together. Like, they had two kids, they were, like, l- like living places, and they were in their early 30s. They owned a house, like, they really, most parents, actually, at that, that generation. Yeah. Um, but I, rem- I, I have memories of when my mom turned 40, and I thought, wow, she's so old.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too, by the way.
1: Like, I was like, it's downhill. And my, my mom still looks amazing, but she really looked amazing because she was, she was an aerobics instructor. And <laughs> um, so I think, and you're going to like die right now when I tell you this, but I remember being like 20, 19 or 20, and I remember watching an episode of Sex in the City and Carrie turns 35 and I remember her being like, her, she literally says like, fuck, I'm 35. And I remember thinking like, That is so old. Like, ew, I never want to be, like, 35. And then when I turned 35, I was like, this is amazing. Like, why did I think that was so scary? And and there's even, like, songs, like, even the the G-Unit song when he goes, I'll make a 40-year-old. I'll um, make a
0: 40-year-old feel like a young virgin.
1: And I remember thinking that, too, because I was also 20. I was like, ew, like, 40 is so, like, ugh.
0: Who wants to bang a 40-year-old lady?
1: (laughs) Right. And... (laughs) Now, like we're in our mid-thirties, it's like it's amazing to be this age because you're so much more self-aware and established. And at least for me, I look back even ten years ago, and I was like, I look better now. Yeah, age-wise and vanity-wise. Um, well, not me. Well, <laughs> <I'm
0: kidding>. whoa.
1: <laughs> Yesterday I said to him, like, you have s- <laughs> you have something on your beard, and he goes, "It's my gray's bullion." It's my gray grace.
0: hairs. What do you want me to do? I'm I'm an old man.
1: <laughs> um. So, and again, this is gonna sound like ridiculous, but it's like you look at now, like J Lo, and you look at you know, um, Shakira, and all they all look insane, and they're in their fifties, and you're like. We're so much we have so much more knowledge now too on like how to take care of ourselves and
0: Well, we see it even with our dogs. Like uh, even my angel. Yeah, because we give Fiona really good food. We don't feed her uh kibble, which no. is the worst thing you can feed your dog. And then we give her vitamins and we have her ready and it's something that we learned as we went with our dogs, right? Like yeah. uh, as one got sick and the other one got older. And you look at Fiona right now that has a great diet, that has a lot of vitamins and whatnot. No stress. And, and, and no stress. And people literally think she's four years old. And she's a 12-year-old lady. She's
1: turning 12 this month.
0: That's right. And her nails are great. Her eyes are her great. Teeth. Her teeth. are great. Her like, attitude. Her attitude is amazing. Like, it's incredible. It really does wonders for you. So all of our parents, they didn't have the information that we had. I mean, come on. People used to think that smoking was healthy.
1: On an airplane. In the hospital.
0: In. I remember as a kid, like, one of my first memories is being Coming out of the hospital for something, I can't remember what, and having my mom and all of her friends sitting on my bed smoking cigarettes.
1: Yeah, oh, Just for like, sure. oh, how's the
0: kid? Good. And I was like, I, I, rem- I remember thinking this in, in bed. I was like, this can't be right. This doesn't make any sense. Like,
1: No, I, re- I have memories, too, of being, especially being in Spain and, like, being at my grandma's house and all of my dad's siblings, like, chain smoking at every meal, like, 8 a.m., like, lighting up. And I remember yeah. thinking, like, this can't be – this isn't right. And then being in airplanes.
0: Imagine that. Like, imagine, like, getting on a plane, <sighs> How much like, how bad they smelled. Have you guys ever smoked in your car and left it in the sun? It smells no. like fucking trash. It's like crazy. trash. It, it's incredible that people were like, yeah, this is great. So, you know, it, that's, that's the world that our parents are coming from. And yeah. they don't have what we have right now as information and the ability to be healthy and, like n- – Information, which is the, the most powerful thing, which I think yeah. allows us to be way younger at our age than than they were or and they still are. Like, at 70, we're going to look completely different than for, they do. For
1: sure. Like I said, I, I, I even look at photos of, of us from five years ago, and I'm like, we look so old. Yeah. Like... Of course, like fashion and all of that plays a role, but like I really do look back and think, wow, I wasn't doing X, Y, and Z, or I wasn't taking care of myself, or taking these supplements, or being more aware of my diet and whatever, whatever it was. It makes a big difference. Huge, huge.
0: So, what about your aging anxiety? Do you still have angi- uh, aging anxiety?
1: Some days, some days. But I'm, I'm also a woman. It's different.
0: No, you're just justifying it. You're justifying <laughs> it, for no sense. It,
1: it I def, It's funny because I definitely wouldn't want to be like 25 or even 30. Um, but it's it's funny because every year I'm like, I feel better, and I remember Jennifer Aniston saying this a while ago.
0: It's true. Everybody. She said she
1: tur- when she used to like turned 40 and 50. She was like, "What did I? What what was I thinking?"
0: It's a known fact that the older you get, the happier you get.
1: And the why, like the the more balanced you are as a person.
0: Well, that's why you start to understand like all these things that you used to worry about. I mean, just think about it. go through your life like real quick. When you were young, someone didn't buy you your toy, and you would lose your shit. Yeah. Right. Like that is the most important thing in life. Then you go to school, and if one kid had something and you didn't, you would lose your shit. Then you started to meet boys or girls, and then that was your world. The guy didn't answer the email. Or, well, the I'm the sorry. Page. The. the, the the beeper, <laughs> there you go, the, the pager, and then you would lose your shit, and that was your life and whatnot, and then wh- what about school, a test, and, and what if I fail this test, my life is over? Like, really stupid things were so big.
1: Of cu- Well, of course, and the, and, it's all perspective but too. But
0: that's what I'm saying, the older you get, the more perspective you gain, and by the way, great tip, the more perspective you can gain every single day on purpose the more at peace you'll become every single day. So a- as you start evolving and growing, you start realizing, man, I used to worry about tests. That's really fucking stupid now that you have to worry about bills, right? <sighs> it, but that's what I, I'm saying. I wish
1: I could worry about tests.
0: That's what I'm saying. You go back and, and look at that. And as you live and as you get older and as as you start to mature more in your head, you start to understand, man, I used to really worry about some dumb shit. And that's why you become happier and happier because yeah. now, now I'm at the point where anything can go wrong. And I'm like,
1: now you're at the point that you want to buy a lawnmower.
0: That's right. Because it, he's so entertaining and fun. Like, I see the neighbor across the street. That dude's there early living, in the morning. Yeah. He's living. Getting the sun uh, on his back. Probably has a farmer's tan. He's seeding. He's seeding. I'm very jealous of his seeding. Uh, seeding is, you know, putting little seeds in your grass so that your grass is fucking flawless.
1: I used to catch Alejandro looking up, like, supercars. Now he's looking up lawnmowers. <laughs> So into his... We're gonna
0: do. By the way, we're <laughs> gonna do a review on lawnmowers. It's very important that you guys understand that because it's gonna happen. So you don't have aging aging anxiety.
1: Not anymore. Yeah. I used for sure. I used to. I remember. I also think it's the pressure, like of at, at that point, who we were surrounding ourselves with. Like right before I was turning thirty, I remember feeling like really like be, not behind, but I felt like wow, everyone around me is married and has this and has that, and I, I felt that pressure. And we've talked about this before. Now I look back and I'm like, wow, we were 30 and 30, like 31 when we got married. Yeah, like Hookah and well,
0: Scrappy were thir- like, they're they're gonna be 30 next year. Yeah, and and do you I, think those guys should be married? No, With and all I, the love in the world. But
1: that's what I'm saying. I'm th- I I like think back and I'm like, gosh, we could have gotten married last year. Yes. You know? Well,
0: yeah, sweetie. Just, yeah, maybe. 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 We'll see what happens. See what we'll happens. play it by ear. Uh, let me ask you something. In that little, I'll make a little parenthesis there. Are you scared of death?
1: It's inevitable.
0: What's your relationship with it? It's in, yeah, that's a, that's a fact. So, but that doesn't answer my question.
1: I mean, it's not something I think about.
0: Sweet. That's great. Good for you, sweetie.
1: I, I really don't. I, I, coming from somebody who had severe... Who was a, I, had seve- I was a hypochondriac to the max. Me too. Like, it crippled me and debilitated me for many, 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 many years. Primarily, like, high school years. Um, I, my poor parents, literally there was an ambulance at our house, like once a week because I thought I was obviously dying and I was really bad. And even when you met me, I was so bad. Um, and thank God I grew out of that. And like, as I'm sure people will ask like tips and that, like, I just you know, it's such a slippery slope because you get in your head about it. Um, and I just, like, had... To, you helped me a lot with it. But it... Ne- having lived that life for probably 10 years, I can never live like that again because it was so exhausting. And I yeah, I it, made myself sick every single time.
0: It's worrying about nothing. Like, yeah. it makes no sense.
1: Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I think it's inevitable, and I don't, I don't think about it, and... I just, like, every day wake up and, and <laughs> do my best. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. What about you? What about me what?
1: Well, the like, you're... I, I mean, I know what you're going to say, but about, as far as aging.
0: Uh, I, I, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I know more every single day. I do better every single day. I feel more like myself every single day. You're doing
1: your push-ups again?
0: I'm doing my push-ups in the shower every single day. People are, like... <sighs> People should be worried. Apollo Creed should be worried. Rocky Balboa should be worried. (sighs) I'm that old. Um, Yeah, I'm like, who's that? So yeah, I don't mind about that. I don't mind about aging and yeah, at all. Like, I don't care. I I had a, 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 because I'm on YouTube, I'm on Facebook, on Instagram, all this shit. And I get people from all ages saying like, why are you, do something else, old man. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, sounds good. Like. Am I, is, am I supposed to be insulted by this? Yeah. I'm an older guy. What, what do you want? You're, I
1: mean, you're really not. You're 36.
0: I'm an old guy. I got the whiteies right here, sweetie. You're shrinking. That I'm worried about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that you should be. I'm worried. Extremely worried. By the way,
0: this weekend, uh, Pato won his first race, and today's Pato's birthday. He did. In Texas. He he's, got a third he, place on, on the first race, and then he won the first race.
1: He's a, a cutie.
0: He's 22 years he's old. He's a
1: cutie patootie.
0: Yeah, he is, he is the man. I've never, I, I, I've met, oh, I want to say no one like him.
1: Oh, well, I know, the way you look at him.
0: I, I love the kid. What do you want me to say? He I'm has, so like, proud of him. He has love
1: eyes every time he's on the screen.
0: He drives for, in uh, IndyCar, he drives for Mc, Aero McLaren, so that you guys know and you can follow him. But uh, this is not about cars, so we're going to talk about something else. Babe, let me ask you something, because Curtis sent the question, my boy Curtis, and you were like, this is an interesting question. I was like, that's Curtis.
1: You tell me again what it was.
0: Does Ale ever stop? Does okay. he unplug, or is he always working? I want to know what your point of view on this is, because this is an interesting one for me. Go on. Um, go ahead. Talk about me.
1: <laughs> it was. Does Ale ever stop? <laughs> Serge was like, go, go. It was. Does Ale ever stop?
0: Does he ever stop? Does he unplug, or is he always working? What's the deal?
1: Um. So this is an interesting question because there's layers to this.
0: Interesting. So, like a burrito.
1: Like. <laughs> So I would say your biggest like you've always struggled with balance because you're full force. Yeah. Um, like a couple years ago, like we didn't take a vacation for five years. <laughs> and that is not that is not healthy, that is not normal, and it's 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 not good for you. Mm-hmm. Um so he definitely struggles with the balance because for him it's either full throttle or it's like you just like you're done. It's like you tap out. Yeah. So that's it. No, I'm, I'm continuing. Oh. So he you do unplug like on the weekends. Like you have your moments, you do your thing, like your meditation, and all of that. But I think that it's also phases that you go through. But it you've gotten better. But in the past, you were really bad about, like, stopping. Like, as we've mentioned before, we would go on... If we did go on vacation, he was sick the whole time because well, you had...
0: No, but that one was just anxiety from cause, uh, uh, my YouTube thing because I didn't know that I had that, but we'll talk about that in a second. But what about when we went to Cabo and I had to do all of the Blow Me App stuff, uh stuff? Remember, we went with Jerry and Connor to Mm -hmm. Cabo and Jerry and I were on the phone the whole time and you, Connor.
1: Connor and I were on vacation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And Jerry and I were on the phone all day inside of the fucking thing. I
1: mean, look, sometimes you can't like do that, but I think that it is, and you're realizing this too, but there, there is something that's crucial about stepping away at some point, even if it's for one day or two days, because you get burnt out and it's happened to you many times. And, 100%. and it's like the last trip, the last relaxing trip we took was for my birthday in 2019 when we went to Palmilla in Cabo. Yeah. And it was the first time we both for three days sat by the beach and did nothing. And you remember how like rejuvenated and amazing we felt when we got back. Yeah. Like those. And I understand a lot of people can't do that. But even if it's just like being in your own backyard or just unplugging to me is like critical for like your mental health and your well-being because you and maybe this doesn't happen to you but at some point you get resentful and you're like you're so exhausted and overworked so he to answer Curtis's question he right now he's not stopping because right now you're in a specific
0: tunnel yeah that I can get out of he
1: can't get out of (laughs) <laughs> and so it's pretty exhausting, even, like, as, like, your wife. Yeah. Um, because I also see how it affects you. And, like, even, like, mentally and physically, like, you know, if you're, like, skipping meals or, like, yeah. it, it comes it, – it, even with me, like if I'm really stressed, like I don't eat or I break out and it's, it's not a healthy place to be. in. so I think for like anyone, it's always about balance, right? It's always finding that sweet spot. Yeah. So I think you have gotten better with being aware of it, but it is for you. It's like nothing or all. And another thing is you, you expect everyone to be on your level too.
0: That's, and, this and that's, is, yeah,
1: that is also impossible, impossible
0: because no one is a fucking asshole like I am
1: it's but it's also your thing and committed yes. committed is what
0: it is. Yeah. I'm not an asshole. You work with me if you if you don't work well, you just get the fuck out. That's it. Yeah, it's you're not done. that you're an asshole I'm not but an asshole.
1: You're not, but you, yeah. it's also you have sometimes expectations that are un like realistic of people to be if on I, the same level if and if I'm like, willing
0: to do it, you should too. That's the way I see it and I understand that not and by the way, I've gotten better at that.
1: You have, but yeah. you used to be like like again, this was even like 5 years ago with the whole vacation thing and I remember being <laughs> like we haven't gone in, like that's Then what's the point of life? You know what I mean? Like there's no reward or there's no, there's nothing. And living at the level that like we were living at too with the go, go, go is like you, and I've told him this so many times, you deserve to have two days off. You deserve to enjoy yourself. Like what's the fucking point of working? And you say, no, until I'm done. But it's like, you're never going to be done.
0: Uh, I I think you you can become more comfortable and do it in different ways. The thing that I bring to the table these days and uh, actually always, is how much value I can bring to a position. If I'm a producer, I'm doing a million jobs. Like, we were talking about lighting, and Belen goes, the fuck do you know about lighting? I'm like... I
1: didn't... I said, sweetie, you did such a good job with the lighting, and you said, I know I've worked on a lot of movies. 23 to be exact, and I had no idea. (laughs) I literally was like, you've worked on 23, I know seven. He was like, fuck you.
0: (laughs) You guys understand what the problem is with Mm -hmm. my life? Mm. So... um, I, I like to do a lot, a lot. Like, I don't want, I, I've realized that not everybody's equipped to do. Uh, I, I also don't want to sound like I feel like I'm better than anyone. And if it comes off like that, I don't fucking care. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I can just, I can't just relax and see and look at people half-assing something.
1: I, by the way, I, I, I obviously just, I completely on your, I'm on your level. And the that.
0: thing is, I depend on those people for my success because it's my company, it's my movie, it's my project, it's my. Yeah. You know I what understand. I mean? I,
1: I completely and I utterly understand that.
0: So I go in, I offer a lot of value and I actually try to get this like I get very little for the value that I bring in. But every single time I do that, the next project becomes way bigger. And I still do the same thing. And then the next one becomes way bigger. And I still do the same where I'm bringing so much value to the table. And I'm still not appreciating my time for what it is because I don't want to negotiate. I don't have time to do that right now. I don't have time to prove to you that my time is worth it. There's a lot of times we're negotiating in a new company and there are people that literally do nothing and they want to get what I do because they're just, they were just sitting at the table and it makes no sense. And I try to be as nice as I can. And saying, can you, can you understand that, you know, in a really polite way, because I learned this with the cup gang guys, that you can't be honest with people and tell them, well, you're a fucking idiot. You're not doing anything. You're worthless. Therefore, <laughs> you shouldn't be telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I balance that out. I, I learn how to talk to people and be more patient with them and, and how to guide them to what I want. But it's hard. It's really fucking hard because people don't understand. Like if they can't see past their hand, it's impossible for them to see the whole picture. It's impossible for them to understand what you're asking from them. And then they just feel offended and they take it personal because their ego is so big, Yeah. right? And it's a big problem that I have. The other problem that I have is slowing down when, when you're doing well, it makes no sense. I've never, been, I've never been employed, even though in a way I've been employed by networks, I've been employed by uh, my companies, if you will, because I work for them. I I work making movies for people, whether you're a private investor or you're uh, uh, A&E or you're MTV, whatever the fuck it is, I'm working for you. But what I bring to the table is so much more than just like, oh, this guy can produce. Like I can do 30 fucking jobs. And I know that that's going to open doors to other things. And then I realized that I was doing a lot of... uh, non-stop stuff we talked about it like with the lambo when i had the lambo in the first building and all that stuff and we're doing really fucking great and everybody's like how come you can never go on a rally how come you can never do this i was like all right i need to stop so i learned by accident that every single time i stopped like when i retired at 30 right i stopped working and i was like all right this is amazing i'm just gonna smoke weed and then two weeks later you were like get up exactly but then all of the stuff that we're like we have right now came from that break then COVID happened and, and that was really nice because COVID taught me I can be so much more efficient with my time. There are certain things that you just can't get around. Like in COVID times, we were dealing with aileron. So I would have all of my calls, all of my meetings, everything in the morning. And by 1 p.m., I was like, all right, I'm done. I can smoke weed. I can fucking get high on mushrooms. I can just have time for myself. I can work out. And I really dedicated my life to myself. Yeah. Right? And ourselves. because. We would cook. We would have fun together. We would dance in the kitchen, all that we shit. We were
1: home all day, every day together.
0: But I loved it. I loved it. And then we, we got back to regular life and whatnot. And now we're... Wow, that's your stomach. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now we're doing the water company right now. And coming out in 16,000 stories is not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> and de- no? <laughs> and dealing with a, 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 a release this big and the, 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 the amount of light that you're shining to this project... It's so bright that some people, you know, uh, uh, don't like, it's impossible for them to understand all the stuff that you have to deal with. It's not just one call. It's not just two calls. There's so many variables that are happening when you're placing 16,000 stores that most people don't understand. I haven't had a life in a long time, but I understand this is going to, all I need to do is establish processes, Build that up, just like in Aayla run, and then have a team that can help me out. Yeah. So that's getting done. And we have an incredible produ- uh, producing team. Like That's what you said. They're the greatest, the best. They're incredible. Their infrastructure is brilliant. Uh, uh, they're efficient. They have the right people. Like This is, to me, how I like to work. But I'm still running the, the job that no one throws any love to, which is pretty much, in my view, everything. Because I do a mixture of social media, right? Which is really dumb in everyone's eyes. PR, which is really dumb in everyone's eyes. Marketing, which is really dumb in everyone's eyes. My expertise in business distribution and way to leverage our brand into something, which that some people respect. uh, that have Well, people respect that I've worked with. I don't know if people that are watching me respect that, but I don't fucking care. But the people that I work with and have seen me in action, like I had, by the way, I had a great call today with a, a car brand from Europe. And uh, the head guy of marketing was like, dude, I fucking, can I say something? I love you. I follow you. And he started telling me everything that I do. And I was like, this is fucking incredible. And he goes, I respect the fuck out of this. This is why we're having this conversation. Do you mind just telling us about, like, what would you do in this and that scenario, marketing-wise? And I was like, are you, you calling me for this? This is, a, this is a big company. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I was like, please, dude, thank you so much for considering me. Mind you, I do this uh, consulting stuff and I charge people. But to me, in this case, it was an honor from where it came from and whatnot. And I just gave them a whole plan. Mm-hmm. And they were like, dude, this is awesome. Thank you so much. I love that they appreciate that. Because at the end of the day, we all want to feel like you matter, right? Mm-hmm. In a certain way. So with this, I have like a, a weird job that not everyone respects and no one respects your time and whatever because you're doing all of these things that normally teams of people that you never hear about do. And I just do that do this all by myself, along with managing a team, along with direction of the brand, along with its relationship with everybody. It's hard. And as and You're as just I'm just
1: trying to have it all.
0: I am. And as you know, as we're doing this, we're we're about to expand to like twenty thousand stores, which <sighs> and by the way, this is just like the easy one, because it's within the same store chain, right? Like yeah. we're expanding to twenty thousand stores. Great. So that means the first week that we had was great. Uh, uh, pretty much running out of water and uh, we got to put more in there which is great, expanding production but then we're also going to place in other chains that have 4,000 stores, 7,000 stores so that, It doesn't stop but now that becomes easier because now I have people within the team that can do me like, a favor and do me a solid and listen to me and now they know how I work so now we're all getting to know each other but at the same time, now I got to build the next project with the alcohol, the next one you know which one I'm talking about Uh, So I got to build that. Like, that's happening right now. And at what time do I go, like, all right, I can take a break? Like, I can't. But what I'm building is so big that in a year, yeah, in a year, I should have people that lick my balls while I walk to the kitchen. Well, it's not going to be me. You know, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Which is another another conversation. But then it becomes easier and and you get assistance and you can start grabbing people that... You are, get a team. But an incredible team. Yeah. Because right now you can get a team, but the team that I can bring to the table is not going to be the team that I want. I want a fuck you team. And yeah. I mean in what I do marketing-wise and all that stuff. I'm yeah. not talking about, like, what we do here because I do believe we have an incredible team. Um, so it's kind of hard to, right now, to justify to live a normal life. Because yeah. I can't. I can't. I wake up in the morning and it's instant from... Five, six in the morning. L-
1: Literally last week, I was making him lunch, and he's standing in the kitchen, on the, like, on the phone, trying to drink water, and he's standing there looking lost. And I'm like, "What are? You, why are you standing up? Go like go. What are you doing?" And he goes, "Trying to have it all."
0: <laughs> I was. I really was. And like,
1: the- go sit down and eat lunch for fucking ten minutes and yeah. swallow your food.
0: Yeah, and then end of the year, which by the way, where are that is going to be the biggest. That is the biggest thing I've ever worked on in my life. The one that is going to come out at the end of the uh, end of the year. That one I'm worried about because that oh that is a monster project. But after that one,
1: listen, I've been telling you for a while, I'm ready for a vacation.
0: You are ready for a vacation. I'm ready
1: to go to Tulum or somewhere warm.
0: And also, it's also bad in a relationship with the other person. He's like, we need to go on a vacation, and you know, this year is not the year, and you're like. But unless I do this, it's going to be impossible for us to afford that. So it's a fucking crazy balance to have. It's a balance, but it's
1: also like... you And I'm very
0: self-aware of it. I'm really self-aware of it. And I don't like... By the way, I I said it before and I'll say it again. If you can give yourself every five years a break of six months, give it to yourself. If that doesn't work, figure out how you can get those six months in those five years. That means get a week here, get a week there, but really get the time with you. Because if you're not alone, if you don't stop, sorry, that's a little burpee. If you don't stop, if you don't sit back, relax, and and look at what's going on around you, you're going to miss a lot of opportunities. You're not going to have the growth that you could possibly have. You're not going to understand why yourself is either so miserable, so sad, so happy, and you'll never be able to replicate it, never do it again, or work on it. So it's essential that you do. You, you, you need time for yourself. You need to be aware of these things. I know that I'm burning the candle right now. On both ends. On both ends. But I also know that next year, I'm, gonna, I'm 99% sure I'll be able to take six months off. Like, I'll be able to just answer a text and tell someone, can you please do this? Can you please do that?
1: Well, in, between now and next year, if somebody wants to sponsor us and send us on a trip, I'm not going to say no.
0: It's not about sponsor and sending it. No, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> It's about not having the, the the ability to pay for my time. I really.
1: understand that; hence the joke.
0: Ah, uh, hence the my balls.
1: It's fine. I'm gonna go on vacation by myself. She's not going, I'm going, fucking, going. to Miami.
0: She's not going anywhere. What we're doing is what we're doing is we can travel, we can travel together to the work that I need to make, like. I
1: do. already told you, I'm for sure like piggybacking off of that.
0: There you go. Because that at least for now that puts a patch on things. You know, you can relax, you can do that, you can have great food and whatnot while I work. Great. There you go. But so. I'm going to
1: miss new. So there so you go,
0: Curtis. Do I ever stop? Kind of, but not really. He doesn't. But I do. Not really. I don't know. It's... And I think to close this one, I'm going to ask you the final question, sweetie, which is a very, very easy answer here, I think. And I want to know why, too. How boring and basic are you? You or me? Both. How about oh, you? Oh, my God. Do you want to answer me? No. Okay. What um, about you? Oh. <laughs> I want to know how boring and basic you think you are or not. Um That's what's interesting about this question.
1: Okay. I think I'm very boring these days. Um I do the same thing every day. Are we talking Texas or LA? Because LA I was not that boring.
0: No, it sounds like you're get you're bored. you're bored. So
1: <gasps> um you can n-
0: explain more. No, no, so no. So you're no, I'm not, not boring in LA because
1: Well, I had like more things. There's, hang on, there's there's different things to this. Overall, I do think I'm very boring and basic, but I like to be boring and basic because I like to be home because I'm a homebody and I like famili- familiarity and I like routine.
0: Okay. So you like familiarity?
1: I can't say that word. Familiarity? Yeah.
0: Okay. S- struggle with it. Boom. Point to the Mexican guy. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I got an American uh, passport. Here we go. Don't fucking call me a Mexican.
1: Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I am pretty boring and I'm pretty basic. I like, like simple things and I like to go to bed early and um and simplicity but on that note as far as being like I am a little bit bored here just because I'm still trying to get into a routine here and like figure out like my surroundings and like you know make a friend and have things to do interesting what about you sweetie
0: Uh, How boring and basic am I? I am super basic. I am the most basic person you'll ever get. I don't give a shit about what I'm wearing. Like, whatever makes me happy and puts a smile on my face, like this Dragon Ball T-shirt that I'm wearing. I literally
1: said to him, I'm like, are you wearing that?
0: Yeah, yeah, I am. And then... uh, (laughs) uh, And also, I think as getting older, like, the fact that I don't have to prove to anybody that, you know, I'm going to buy all of these cars so I can show you guys what a real baller I am because fuck you, you know? Uh, That really helped me... Be even more basic. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to impress any fucking body. That, I, at least I, I don't. I don't feel like I have to anymore. And yeah, that no, no, no,
1: and that that itself is magnificent. It's
0: delicious. Yeah, I don't have to fucking impress anybody. So I am as boring as they come. As far I I want to say that as as boring as uh, that's basic, and as boring as they come, I think I'm really boring. But only compared to what people really think that a businessman or a, a YouTuber or whatever you want to call me is. Mm-hmm. Because I look at these kids and uh, let's say business people, right, on, on online. And they pretend that they wake up, uh, uh, I wake up at five in the morning, man, and then I have a, a shower and then I have a power and, and this and that. And then they just pretend that they get on a private plane and they go to Paris and have a croissant and then come back and... That's what everybody thinks. Uh, 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 like these fucking people live like, and it's not true. I would love a croissant. By uh, the way, it sounds fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> Just saying.
0: What I do is I wake up early in the morning.
1: Uh,
0: I handle my business online, and I'm on phone calls and sending emails until I fucking fall asleep.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's days he doesn't leave the house. No, and it does not get more boring or. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even think about it. Like it's
0: fine, but at the same time, I have a squirrel. I'm married to you. I am myself. I surprise myself every single day because I'm an idiot. Like, oh. I entertain myself quite a lot with like dumb so you're shit. just
1: nodding, as that over there?
0: I am. You, you want to say something? You, you, no, no, no. Please, Sergio. Please, please. Whatever, whatever's in your little heart, go ahead.
2: <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. I, I think this is a good conversation. I think it's, <laughs> it's important. I think it's important. Why? A, uh, to be honest, I haven't been tracking too much. I've been looking at sound editing panels, so I. Uh, you're a little lost. I'm a little lost. I got to be you. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. So there
0: you go. Now you know what it feels like to talk to Belen. She's a little lost every single time I talk to her. She's like.
1: I'm not lost. I'm just not listening. You're n-
0: exactly. You're not interesting. So as you can tell, guys, I'm not interesting at all. So I'm very boring. I do have a squirrel. Wait, I
2: actually, I, I, I can't. I don't think you're boring. I think.
0: Oh, you're too nice. Sergio. No, no, no. But I, I am.
2: I think you have more stories. Like just looking at like, you're hit, like you, can tell, you can tell stories that very few people can tell. And I think right now you're just in a season in life where you're more a homebody working your ass off versus yeah. being out there, but
1: wanting to buy
2: lawnmowers. Exactly. But I, I also think you're in a different <laughs> stage of your life. I I think am. You've transitioned from 100% from chasing the money for, materi- for material goods versus just like growing yourself and those around you. And your focus has changed in a, in a better, time, healthier yeah. way. So I don't think it's, I think it's just a phase right now where you're investing in the present.
0: Grow I grow the future. And, and, and I appreciate that. I do think, in on the outside, looking at it from the outside, in, it's really boring. But to me, it's really exciting and really challenging. Like the stuff that I'm doing, I never thought I'd be able to do. The yeah. people that I'm business partners with, I never thought I'd be able to be business partners with. Um, the, uh, I just. Never thought I'd be able to be a part of a, you know, whether it's an alcohol brand or a water brand or a watch brand or even a, a text a, a clothing line. I just never thought that I would ever do that, and that's what I like about my life the most. Or even a YouTuber, like I never thought I'm just good at it. Like you I don't have know all why. these plaques. Yeah, and I'm. We're getting another one of these, Sergio, very soon.
2: Very soon. But I, I just last thing I'll say is, I think it's really important to realize, like you are surrounded by some of the most epic people that like you just said, you could never imagine you being surrounded by. No. And it, also being involved in. Including your wife. Exactly. Exactly. Big exactly. Sectors Mostly. That historically have been the hardest to get into. Water, alcohol, clothing, and like high-end fashion through the watches. Like that is industries that are very hard to get into. So. Yeah.
0: If I was starting and I was consulting to anybody that w- that was like, uh, how do I get into this? I'd be like, don't even fucking try it unless <laughs> you have run. a trillion dollars. Just run. Just, don't do just this. Just run. But it's weird how it worked out for me and that I'm able to do that. And again, like Sergio said, I do know and I'm partners with and friends with some epic people. And and the stuff that they give me is not material stuff. I'm not jumping off a plane. But what I'm listening on a meeting, when I'm what I'm learning is so fucking epic. Yeah, And then these become stories and also the value that you're adding to yourself because whenever, this is the the best part about being a YouTuber Uh, and that's something that I loved about my life when I did it the way I did it was we would go to another country and we would show up to whatever event that there's, you don't know anyone there and the fucking baddest motherfucker in town is there and he would come up to you and go like, hey man I watch your shit, what's going on? And then you build a friendship with that dude and you're like how is this real life? How is it that good old, fucking stupid ass Alejandro that barely finished high school is doing these things? So it's a really cool life combined with, with the reality of the reality. No life is really that exciting, like we make it on YouTube. Like when I was doing cars, like nonstop, it was because I had nothing else to do. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I was retired. I was going to the shop. I was buying cars. I was like having fun. I was doing this. And sadly, that became a trend, and now everybody has to buy a car, wrap a car, paint a car, modify the car, put the wheels, do this, and and make it seem like they're every single day doing something with it. And that's not life. That, That is a fictitious program that has to keep running, and those cars have to be purchased so that people can continue to watch you. Yeah, It's a completely different reality. This is not, like, my boring life, I think it's the exciting life. Yeah. I just think the perception of what you guys are looking for in a boring life and an exciting life is not there on camera because I can't put it's you on a It's not on Instagram. Me. I mean, Instagram
1: yeah. is, a, is a reel of all the exciting moments, but it's all... No, I mean, it's, half of it is... Bullshit.
0: No, 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 half of it. I mean, I invite you guys to look at your Instagram right now and see how curated those pictures are. Even yeah. all of your friends are selling themselves to you in there. Yeah. Like, they're so pretty, the great background, old smiley and old this. When before you used to upload shit to Instagram, you used to watch it and it's like food pictures, uh, something funny on the street. Travel. Travel, funny video, like, uh, uh, I don't know. It was just simple. I mean, now- I,
1: I, I, I still show, you know, at all, especially you. <sighs>
0: That is quite a problem. And I think I'm going to leave it at that. What do you think, sweetie? Do you have anything else to add? You want to say something? Because I feel like I just talked for a long time.
1: Sweetie, you always do.
0: And I have a, me- a million messages and phone calls to reply to. <laughs> well,
1: let's get to that then.
0: All right. Well, thank you, everybody, to, uh that's listening to us, watching us. Remember, we're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Facebook, Instagram, pretty much everywhere you want to find us. We're there and on YouTube. So this is my sweetie, Belen behind the keyboard. Mrs. Sweetie. That's right, behind the keyboard there's Sergio and yours truly, Alejandro. And
1: Fiona's
0: over there. She is. Take it easy.